a glowing new father announces the birth of his son to the world, Prince Harry and Meghan. The Duchess of Sussex are the proud parents of a new royal who's seventh in line to the throne. No name yet, but Harry says they'll present the baby to the world in a couple of days. We're going to bring in two people that have been part of our coverage today in Windsor, England. The CBC's Dominic Valaitis and Katie Nichol, the royal correspondent for Vanity Fair. So we want our viewers to take part in this conversation as well. So if you have any questions for Dominic or Katie, you can submit them through CBC News, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube channels. In the meantime, let's start with you, Dominic. Uh, take us through how events have unfolded today. Well, I think one of the things that's really struck me today is like, just how quickly uh, events uh, unfolded. Not a great deal of information has been released uh, by palace officials about the births specifically, but that's what you'd expect, to be honest, uh, on an occasion uh, like this. So, little information. What I can tell you is that uh, Meghan Markle went into labour in the early hours of this morning. Uh, we're told that uh, Prince Harry was by her side throughout. And then at 5.26 a.m. Uh, local time, uh, she gave birth to a baby boy, their first child together obviously, weighing seven pounds and three ounces. And that is basically uh, the sum of the information that has been released today by uh, palace officials, other than to say uh, that there was a short statement saying just how uh, delighted the couple were at the news, how, how thrilled they are. Andrew. This is not going to be the only news I cover the royal family this week. In case none of you are aware, Donald Trump is going to England to have a powwow Maybe he's with the Brazilian Queen. Yeah, I'll make a video covering that event. Why is Trump going up to England and he's supposed to be going over there for some type of thing with the Queen? And guess what? Markle's not invited because she's a Trump hater. They're also not inviting the mayor of London. He is not invited also because of problems with Trump. So what is going on with Trump and the royal family right now? And why are they banning certain people from attending the event? I don't know. Anyway, I'll leave these links in the description. Any questions or comments, leave them below. And remember, I really just want to show you the uh, kind of magnetic anomalies going on with him. Very strange reaction from the horses in the background. I know what the symbols are. I heard it from the horse's mouth. Yeah, come on. The obvious horse symbolism is pretty obvious. Any questions or comments, leave them below. Until we speak again, this is Connecticut, and take care. I don't know what the heck is going on, but... Alright, so moving on from there, I want to just mention again this 5G crisis action day that's coming up on May 15th. There's still so much coming down the pike here regarding this issue, uh, we know, <laughs> boy, but... There's an action day, and it's coming up really soon. It's only in nine days, or, you know, eight days now. And so I'm hoping you'll go to 5GCrisis.com, and they have a map there where you can get involved with a group in your area or also events already organized in your area. And so go there and try to get involved. Um, I think it's really important because, you know, I would want to mention this. Last, so last Sunday was World Laughter Day, okay? And I think this is really interesting because World Laughter Day, you know, with everything going on, such a strange thing that they have a World Laughter Day. Um, people might think it sounds airy-fairy or it's just, you know, the whole world's going to crap, but we have a World Laughter Day. And, you know, one thing that's very interesting, folks, is that 
one thing I've learned in all of my years of studying meditation and this sort of thing is that laughter is the best medicine, right? Laughter really literally heals. Um, it's why people who have, um, you know, degenerative illnesses should spend as much as you can time laughing, you know, whether it's watching funny movies, you know, getting together with friends who you really enjoy and make you laugh. You know, when I was younger, I had three aunts who were all sisters, and um, they would get together and play cards, and I would too. We'd play like gin rummy with the pennies, you know, <laughs> and, um, and they'd have their visors on, but all they would do the whole time was laugh. They would just crack each other up and laugh hysterically, and it made me laugh. And it was one of the most beautiful memories of my life is these beautiful gatherings with these three aunts who would just laugh and laugh and laugh. And what happens in the mind is that your mind pauses when you laugh. When you laugh, nothing else is happening. It literally pauses the mind from all of the continual barrage of um, of blah that's going through your mind, whether it's news or social media stuff, just or your own thoughts, um, just blah, 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 blah. Your mind pauses when you laugh. So it is a beautiful thing. In other reptilian news, uh, we got some other reptilian news to cover today. Let's go into it with God Eye Media. Let's catch up. All right, y'all, welcome back. It's your boy Edinson, and today we are here to talk about Tiffany Haddish. Why? All right, Tiffany Haddish Why? showed up to this year's 2019 Met Gala dressed up like can. she came straight up out of a safari. All right, and not only that, <laughs> she had fried chicken in her purse oh, like no. she was Colonel oh, Sanders. Oh, no. Hello, she showed up to one of the biggest events in fashion. With fried chicken in her purse. How embarrassing okay, for Exhibiting all black the stereotypical people. black How woman or Jemima, you Even know. Even a black whatever, man whatever. as a woman has. Dare you bring that fried chicken? If you don't believe me, get take grease a look on at Anna Wintour's outfit. Here. You should be ashamed. <laughs> you want to be? I cooked it myself. I do want to be. Who knows what kind of spirit cooking Tiffany Hades done? <laughs> and the white people are eating it. You eat chicken. Everybody wants a piece. In these fancy outfits, they don't care about getting chicken grease on them. I want to eat chicken. I So as you can see, Tiffany Haddish literally has fried chicken in her purse. And he's doing a play-by-play. All right, but apparently she enjoyed it. Apparently, uh, what's her name? Huffman, Felicity Huffman lookalike clone got the chicken. No way, she's handing it over to somebody from ET. All right. Entertainment television, that is. Not, there weren't any aliens, it, you know, except for the Flash that came as a demon and then took his human face mask off. And enjoyed it, okay? And they both shared a wonderful moment together on the red carpet, okay? Mammy meets Massa, alright? Mammy done cooked some fried chicken for Massa. 
and Massa enjoyed it. Okay, what a shame. What a shame. What a shame what's been happening at the 2019 Met Gala. All right, I really wasn't even going to do a whole review on it. But since I saw this video clip of Tiffany Haddish handing out fried chicken. God. I felt like I needed to report on the situation as soon as possible because hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. You know, all of those people right. are going to have a, what a shame. serious dry cleaning Masa. bill. Masa. They're going to have a dry cleaning Masa. bill after this Met Gala. I hope they're going to need all the Illuminati money to pay to get these clothes clean. Solange looks wonderful. Nice snakeskin boots. Nice little jacket. Okay. Lizzo, how she could have washed that red, those red stains off that, those feathers or whatever. Okay. All right, Nicki Minaj, good for you. Nice little strappy shoes. Long train. Little Barbie dress. Okay. Cardi B, nice for you. Long train, very fluffy, very feathery. What okay, is good for her. Okay, Zendaya, very shiny, very blue, and very you. I like Cinderella, that. Good for her. It's like okay, a depressed Sierra, Cinderella, but I liked it. I liked okay, it. Money Green, Afro Sheen. Oh, I get it. Okay, Okay, so this is a more esoteric breakdown. I'm going to be giving you several different breakdowns of the Met Gala. So you see it from every perspective. I'm not telling you what to think. I'm not saying agree with them. I'm saying make up your mind for yourself. Lupita. Come on, sweetie. Is we going to the quinceanera? Is we a piñata? She's showing you what's really happening to the butterflies as they are affected by the chemtrails. That's what Lupita was trying to show you. Power. Okay. Come on. Lala can dress like a superhero. Good for her. But is that an army print? Or is that... That's the original flat earth map, but it's in black and white. And a boot. And there's even the edges of the map, you know, where it's white on the border. And still, that's, and they just printed Janelle that Monet, right off and put it right Two on. eyes on her dress because she sees everything. Hello, she's a know-it-all. Anyway, really? Tiffany Haddish, sweetie. I'm not going to I don't know what the anything. hell we're going to do with you. I don't know what we're going to do with you. I don't know what we're How do. many people are mad that they didn't get a piece of Tiffany Haddish's chicken? Yeah. All right, that French. The Flash probably ate it all because he had like six mouths. And do look good though. They were probably okay. all hungry. When NASA meets Mammy. All right, Tiffany Haddish, you take care of yourself now. Don't How you? big was her pocketbook? Right now. All right, and your outfit. How did she even get past the senses with all that chicken in her bag? My goodness. Unless she was hiding that chicken someplace else. Straight up at the safari, and I'm not even mad at you. I didn't know it had a flare bell bottom pants on it. Mad at Tiffany Haddish, right? She even got a little bell bottom. I just noticed that. I just noticed that. You know. Some ostriches out there without their behind. Protection, how do you feel about Tiffany Haddish handing out fried chicken? At this year's 2019 Gala. At least she came and she gave something. Did you she feel was about trying to serve it up. Carpet she looks. was serving it up. Who was your favorite? Who do you think was best dressed? Worst dress? 
Okay? And make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at Bad Eye Media 2. Like this oh, video. no, let's... Share this video. Subscribe. Okay, let's read some of the comments. At the comments today. Okay, it says... Uh, okay, let me see. Doing the most for the least. Um... Oh no, somebody brought Cat Williams into it. I now I wanna know what Cat Williams would say of all this. I don't somewhere Cat Williams is having a joke fest by himself about this. But um he's been kinda quiet. I don't know what's going on. Let's 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 get some other reviews. Hold on, let me do my homework, get some reviews first. Hold on. Enjoy the music right now. As I as I get it, huh? Okay, so now we're going to announce this on, this is a channel, uh, this is now from the Christian perspective, uh, this is Hacking the Headlines, if you haven't subscribed, check her out on YouTube, here we go. Alright, here everybody, welcome back to Hacking Everybody the gets a voice, everybody video, gets a we're voice. We're going to be talking about the 2019 Met Gala, because as usual, it was filled with these sick agendas that they're constantly trying to push down our throats. And they use these false idols, these celebrities, in order to get people under mind control and to get and to convince them that these abominations and these perversions are something normal. And this year's Met Gala was all about, admittedly, about blurring the gender lines. Surprise, surprise. So just Baphomet worship in plain sight. And this first example is makes it more than obvious what was going on here. Uh, this is someone named Michael Yuri, and he came dressed both as a female and a male in a pink dress and a striped tuxedo. And when you get the close-up of this person, you know, it's pretty frightening to look at. Uh, but of course, he also has the serpent tattoo right there on uh, his arm. Because everyone in Hollywood, they just love serpents, they love snakes, they just have... Oh, maybe they're trying to tell you something. Is the snake on the inside? Wear them on their clothing and get tattoos and put them in their music videos uh, but this is of course just a representation of Satan which is who they worship but then next we have Jared Leto who also came in a dress in a red dress the color of sacrifice and he just so happens to be carrying around a disembodied head of himself a decapitated again, head again and that? people don't even bat an eyelash at this stuff maybe he's supposed to be John the Baptist and actually, me looking at that head today instead of yesterday, I think it looks like Russell Brand. If I were Russell Brand right now, I'd be like, why is he walking around with my head? I mean, this person, Jared Leto, would be carrying Jared around. Jared Leto is saying, do they think this is me? This is really Russell Brand. Real decapitated head. If Katie he was shining all that light and even she didn't see it. Away with it because that's the type of sick stuff these people are into. Oh, no. And they're showing it right to yeah. your face here. I mean, really oh, disturbing. No. Oh, no. 
But if you remember, at last year's Met Gala, he came dressed as Jesus Christ himself, because the whole theme for last year's Met Gala was blaspheming God in every way possible. And this year was no different. It was just a little bit different flavor of it. But it's all about destroying God's creation. And here is another perfect example of that. Uh, this is someone named Darren Chris. Wait, before we go on, do you think that Jared Leto, you know how uh, one of those Wicked Witch characters in uh, Disney looks in the mirror and she's like, who's the most evilest of all? Does he look? And he goes... Do I look better? You know, is he trying to look better than Jesus? I'm, and he just so happens to be wearing the Masonic checkerboard black and white pattern. And that is blasphemy. And I wanted to point that out again. It's still really happening. So if you live close to a hospital where they're venting out things through, you know, their venting systems, um, this is a real major issue. It, or going to hospitals, uh, they're not even required to to report to the public if they've had cases of candida auris in the hospitals and they're having to literally just tear out the the walls, the ceilings um, to completely biohazard everything to do with these quarantine cases of this super fungus because it is so deadly and it is so um, uh, contagious. And the other thing, folks, is it's a lot of times lodging in the ear, okay? They talk about in your ears, meaning that it's getting in people's brains. They're not, talk, they're not giving us the information of what's really happened to people. But I happen to know of, a, of somebody who was under quarantine with this virus who, uh, you know, and this is through several channels. It's not somebody I know directly, but I've gotten reports back that are very trusted that this person was absolutely quarantined because this fungus was growing out of their ear. Now, this is um, really awful because, of course, fungus, right, it's super smart, it's super adaptive, and it's being used as a bioweapon. And this new strain of it being especially occurring in hospitals, especially London and New York, is uh, is is they can't stop it it's um they're not able to to kill it with drugs and so of course fungus loves sugar it loves um every kinds of ill health you know that's why cancer being described as a fungus has been um so suppressed as well because this is a out of control um organism that takes over your body and it's always very interesting when we see, um, you know, if people are getting chemotherapy that's absolutely destroying your immune system, and they're like, go ahead, eat cakes, eat candy, eat sugar, do whatever, as long as you eat, that's all we want. And of course, this feeds fungus hugely. And so, folks, your best guard is to keep up your immune system and to do it in every way you can. Getting rid of all of the um, free radicals and cellular dam uh, damaged cells in your body is one way. And that's why I support Carbon 60, C60 Purple Power. I'm so thrilled to be able to is because this is huge and it's happening on the next level. We've been dealing with fungal strains in the chemtrails for decades. And it is an unspoken um, bioweapon of the system that has been one of the chief things pushing so much illness in our society. So I wanted to let you know that. And now I'm going to go on. Uh, the CDC still hasn't declared it an emergency, um, and uh, 
you know, we'll see what happens. They're keeping it under radar right now, which means that they're experimenting with it. And most likely it is being deployed through chemtrails in specific areas to see what happens, who comes into the hospital, what kind of symptoms, and going from there, uh, that's their MO, that's how they do stuff. So moving on from there, we have, um, we'll just go into the, you know, the easy news first and then we'll tackle the bigger stuff. But we have Michael Cohen spent his first night in, in prison last, last night at Club Fed there at Otisville in New York. Now, Otisville is kind of the preferred, the preferred club fed for a lot of people because it's basically, you know, you're living in a dorm type situation, but you are basically having access to bocce ball, tennis, um, you know, microwaves, washers and dryers. Uh, there's no, you know, it's easy going at club fed. And so Cohen is supposedly going in for a three-year term. I doubt that that's really going to be how long he'll end up being there, but we'll see. Uh, people that have been there, uh, are currently there, is uh, Michael Sorrentino um, from the Jersey Shore, who was in there for an eight-month uh, eight-month tax evasion <laughs> sentence, and um, a lot of other, you know, kind of well-known white-collar criminals. And it's also considered the sort of preferred place to go um, if you're a Jew uh, because they have uh, multiple kosher meal options and you literally get to to eat good food. Like it's, you know, it's great food, you know, it's tennis. I mean, it's, you know, it's not, you're in a dorm, whatever, but, and your, your freedom's limited. But this is certainly not the prison system that most people go through. And so for um, Jewish criminals, uh, they get uh, multiple kosher meal options. They get um, all the synagogue, all the Jewish holidays celebrated. Um, rabbis on, um, you know, rabbis there, um, as well as other, and so all the holidays. And so it's very interesting um, that that's where Cohen is getting to, you know, do his three three years. First first night spent last night. And the reason I'm connecting this with 5G and the Awareness Day, Crisis Day, coming up on May 15th, is that we are getting to the point now with 5G where we never will have our minds being free of this stream flowing through us of digital information. It's not just that you'll be hit with the EMFs and the millowaves, like hitting your skin, the potentials for skin cancer, all of this stuff. Um, you know, it's that your mind will be constantly barraged by a digital swarm. You know, if you notice since tech has gotten more and more de developed and mo a lot of homes have 5G already in the home. If you have a cable package with internet, um, 5G is, it could very likely already be in your home. They don't tell you, but it's part of what's already happening. It's just the cell phone, um, you know, absolute full human domain control that's coming out with the black boxes everywhere that's going to happen and that will create a whole different virtual reality that we live in. But if you're living in this EMF soup of 5G in your home already, you might notice, you know, your sleep patterns, your dream patterns, never being able to turn off this constant uh, flow of information and just blah, 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 blah through your mind. 
And so we went from a time where everybody spent all their time outside, you know, um, and worked with their hands and um, were connected to the natural rhythms of the planet we live on, and went from that to first radio, which was a huge distraction, and actually they started noticing that people's IQs started dropping just from right radio. And then TV came in and people's IQs plummeted plus their physical health plummeted from the time they were spent sitting in front of a TV. Of course, then it went to the computer and the internet again, uh, same thing, IQs plummeting, um, uh, physical health plummeting. But what comes with that is also this, ex this massive barrage on the brain of all this information coming in constantly that means nothing you know whether it's just ads or you know sound bites or little news tidbits entertainment blah blah social media all of this stuff constantly flowing through your mind which absolutely disconnects you from your spiritual connection you have to spend time out of this digital matrix to maintain your your spiritual connection or just your physical mental health connection and so now as we graduate through the devices the iPhone uh, the you know social media the constant constant attachment that never shuts off um, people some people don't even turn their iPhones off when they go to bed and so you're being hit with that and it's not only staying in your iPhone it is a digital matrix information matrix our DNA are made of antennas you know uh, they give off and they receive right transmitters and receivers and so it's not it's our DNA it's our brains we're still picking up on all of that information coming through that digital matrix and 5G will make it be permanent everywhere okay everywhere that you can't escape for that pause all right and you'll have to laugh really loud to drown out um, the uh, the even inaudible barrage of the deployment of 5g which is a weapon system you know many 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 military personnel have come forward and said this is a deployment of uh, weapons that we've already been using as far back as desert storm that this is about um, putting thoughts and ideas and feelings and uh, in intentions into your brain without your knowledge so folks that's why you want to go to 5gcrisis.com and participate in this event and action day and ask those around you and your um, your friends and families to get involved as well okay so moving on from there uh, we did have a federal judge, Judge White, blocked and threw out the lawsuit that Electronic Frontier has been trying to execute since 2008. The Electronic Frontier Foundation, this is against the NSA massive surveillance. Uh, basically, the judge said that uh, because it was a leaked document that came out to the New York Times uh, discussing AT&T, Verizon and Sprint as giving NSA access to US citizens phone records and then of course phone calls and conversations that the government um, inadvertently disclosed this document and therefore the judge cannot rely on it and is damping out, putting out this, this lawsuit against the NSA that's been going on for uh, going on 11 years now we had multiple whistleblowers come out, people who had worked at AT&T talking about how in San Francisco they had a whole separate room where they were doing all the digital uptake 
and the judge is refusing to hear any of the whistleblower testimony. This is 11 years later, and that's just a small little, you know, drop in the bucket compared to everything else. You know, now it's like really. I mean, that that's even just everybody just assumes that it's just normal to be surveilled constantly, and it's not, folks. We have a right, a constitutional right to privacy, and it's more and more becoming,、um, you know, as if that's just a quaint little notion when it's not. And we have to reorganize our priorities to、um, demand it once again by protesting. These、uh, social media groups who aren't giving it to you. Now I want to put out there that there is a an app that a lot of the banned folks from the last few days have become active on, and this is Telegram app. It's called Telegram, and it is、um, interestingly enough owned and run by two Russians. <laughs> But if you're looking for Laura Loomer, Paul, jo- Paul Joseph Watson, Milo, and the rest of them, you can go to、uh, Telegram. And you can find them there. They're picking up huge、um, audiences already over there. And、um, of course, we already have the Daily Beast coming out and attacking <laughs> Telegram for allowing these people on the platform, right? And it is an encry- encrypted messaging app.、Uh, so we'll see how long that lasts. But we had Melania today coming up、um, doing、um, her year anniversary of her Be Best campaign, which is. Her campaign to educate kids and parents and communities about well-being, opioid abuse, and online safety. Now, while I appreciate the sentiment behind this, I find a lot of it really、um, suspect. And the reason is, is because it's being highly touted and supported by the president, or、well, the head of the National、um, Institute for Health. And、um, he basically came out, Collins. He basically came out and said, "You know, thank you so much, folks. The biggest thing you can do, you know, is follow President Trump's advice from last week and understand that vaccines are highly safe and effective.、Uh, and do what the president said and go get your shots to be best." Okay, that was the big takeaway I got. If you want to be best, go get vaccinated, and that's what Melania was advocating today in her one-year anniversary. Now she also was thanking Facebook, Amazon, Snapchat, and Google for supporting her initiative. And this is all about、um, physical and mental health, and using, of course, the doctors and mental health industry to determine what that is. Brunch right now, I'm so excited, and I am like 
swallowing saliva just thought that you know anyway, i'm just kidding like we haven't seen that before and that is of course to represent the satanic belief in as above so below uh, you do a little bit of good a little bit of bad it all i feel like that makeup he must have bit his lip and then the makeup artist was like fold it in make it work and they'll they'll never know we'll just make it we'll just make it work don't worry and this is also showing him for the puppet that and cardi's dress just soaked up all that extra stuff telling you that he is marked that he is owned by the masons by the satanists by the elites who are actually behind all this stuff and then next we have someone named Ezra Miller, which I don't even know if this is a male or a female, to be honest this with you. Ezra is usually a male's name. That's the Flash. I can't even tell anymore. Okay, uh, this is what a delusion I was under that I saw this the first time. And I, I it got a pass. I, I, I didn't notice. I didn't notice. I, know, I saw the eyeballs, but I didn't. First of all... I don't know because the name Ezra I didn't I didn't realize who I didn't realize who it was because I saw the corset I didn't even know honestly I didn't think if it was man woman this person had all type of eyeballs on their face and it's carrying around when he had the mask on that's when I knew it was guy and then when he took it off it's like oh a creepy type of eyes wide shut mask and of course the third I didn't see the lipstick I wouldn't have known it eye is emphasized and I've talked about that a lot and I got a sharp eye it's a mess how they are trying to indoctrinate people into this new age belief system into you know the kundalini spirit and using yoga and all this other demonic stuff in order to open up portals to demons but just in case you had some doubt about who this person is really trying to represent here uh, they also had to throw up the devil horns of course with all these creepy eyeballs on their face and the eyes wide shut mask they also make sure they drive the point home by throwing up the but the mask looks like him dead that's what's really scary i'm not kidding you it looks like they cut the eyes out of a dead face like the eyes were closed i don't know that's really weird i just noticed that horns and then we have harry styles who came dressed again as a female and he's wearing this foofy little sheer type of woman's get up and just really embarrassing to look at i mean how embarrassing for this person that he was you know put out there and made to look so foolish and so feminine but this is how they normalize this stuff by putting these celebrities out there looking like females and reversing the gender now i'm wondering how many guys are really gonna go you know we saw Prince wear these styles and we didn't really we didn't really copy it. But you know now that we see it on Harry Styles, maybe maybe we're gonna rock some ruffles. That remains to be seen the rest of the season if we start seeing more ruffles than we need to let's well, you know keep an eye slowly but surely making sure that people are accepting of this type of sick abomination because that's what it is that they have to show you over and over and over again because when you first see this stuff anybody's going to be like whoa what is that why is this man dressed as a woman but if you see it enough times if it's repeated enough times, i don't even think people are asking anymore they're just saying that's what these kids are doing you eventually end up accepting it but the kids don't know why 
is what's going on here. Uh, so putting out Harry Styles. Only going in one direction. Dressed up as a woman, just looking completely embarrassing and foolish. You know, this is what convinces. I wanted to see a bra under that, and then what's wrong with me? Dressed as an Egyptian sun god. How creative and original. Okay, so the guy, the guy that wore the tuxedo dress, this time came out as. Who came in dressed as an Egyptian sun god. How creative and original of them, right? Uh, Because, yeah, we don't see enough of that stuff everywhere we look. The Egyptian god sun worship. But, yeah, this is a man named Billy Porter. And, yeah, like I said, dressed up as an Egyptian sun god because these people worship the sun. They worship ancient Babylon and these ancient mystery teachings, you know, like the Kabbalah and the Talmud and all that stuff. It's all about practicing black magic, practicing Satanism, and they're just telling you right to their face. And the reason why they're so obsessed with sun worship is because they worship the creation rather than the creator. And this is... This is so important. Because, like I said, as vigilant as I am, I'm really shocked. I missed all of this. I did not understand this. Listen very carefully what she's going to say. They're so obsessed with sun worship is because they worship the creation rather than the creator. And this is told to us in the Bible in Romans 125 that they have exchanged the truth of God for a lie and that they have worshiped and served created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. And this is why we see so much sun worship everywhere we look. And that's why the sun is called the sun because that's how far back this stuff really goes. The people who created the English language were in on it too. So they called it the sun because we're of course supposed to worship the son of God, uh, but they worship the creation, not the creator. So they called it the sun for sun worship rather than the son of God worship, if that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, then we have Janelle Monet, who did not disappoint again this year because she came wearing a giant Illuminati eyeball right on her chest there. And of course, the black and white symbolism as well, which she is constantly wearing and throwing out there for people. But yeah, a giant eyeball right there. Uh, and at last year's Met Gala, she, of course, came wearing the black and white pattern again because, yeah, everyone just loves the black and white in Hollywood, right? Uh, so yeah, there's Janelle Monet and. Do you think she's pretty or she's full of Monet? What's Monet? It's like a painting, see? From far away, it's okay, but up close, it's a big old mess. Oh Look, it's great. Christian, what do you think of Amber? I just want to don't even know what to say about this, and she looks like a drugged-out peacock. But yeah, Celine Dion wearing whatever that is. And of course, Celine Dion recently came out with a gender-neutral clothing line for children. And if you hadn't heard about that, you can look at it and see that some of the shirts say New Order on them for the New World Order these people are trying to create. And of course, here on the article, she's wearing the black and white checkerboard pattern again. How original. But yeah, then you want to talk about blurring the gender lines. Here we have Lady Gaga who came out and just made a complete fool of herself and just was really embarrassing to watch and very cringy. Uh, But here we have her trying her very best to look like a female. And she doesn't do a very good job. You know what? Let's just be nice on that because she was the most interesting thing on the show. Who don't know is a fellow YouTuber who has millions and millions of subscribers. He gets millions of views every single video. 
they're going to commercial. Hold on. Enjoy this remix of Staying Alive. That's incredibly slow. Trending section here on YouTube. And he is someone who is trying to normalize the idea of men wearing makeup, men acting like women, men wearing women's clothing. So it's no surprise that he showed up to the Met Gala dressed up as a woman with a face full of makeup on and super effeminate and flamboyant uh, because this is what they want men to be. They want them to be weakened, they want them to be effeminized, and they want to reverse the gender roles completely uh, so that we are all worshipping the Baphomet in one way or another. Even though people have no idea that's what they're doing because they're under such heavy mind control and because whatever the television tells them to believe is what they will believe and if the TV says or if YouTube says that hey it's perfectly normal for men to look like women and women to act like men then that's what they're gonna do uh, because they're so devoid of God's Word they're so far gone spiritually speaking and they have no idea what is up or down so they just let the television do their thinking for them and this is the result th th these type of abominations and perversions running rampant it is you know someone like me is going to be simply having a so my thing is everyone can have fun with fashion and express yourself and i you know i don't have a problem with that but just as a society um is the saying is it is it being mandated is what i'm saying it's if it's a choice that's great and we should be able to see diversity there but i I think many Christians are afraid that that this is being mandated. Of opinion on this stuff, and if and, and if you don't think that it's mandated, um, are you considering everyone's opinion? That's all it is. Just make sure everybody, everybody feels comfortable. You know, like it does. Everybody have to have the same standard. Does that equal? Is that equal? That's, I'm just asking a question for everybody to think about and answer Everything for themselves. but the fabulous part. There was nothing fabulous about it. It's really sad to see these agendas being pushed on the young minds out there. And not even just the young minds. It's also, you know, working like a charm on adults as well. Even adults are falling for this know. stuff. And this is how they do it. Through these false idols, through these Illuminati puppets who are, you know, put out on their strings, are told to wear this, are told to say this, uh, so that they can get people behind these type of agendas. And this has been going on for thousands of years. There's nothing new under the sun. It's just becoming more acceptable and more normalized as each day passes. And every single one of these award shows and these stupid get-togethers that these celebrities do, uh, it's all for one reason, and that is to mind control the masses. So yeah, 2019 Met Gala, blurring the gender lines, uh, all these people making complete fools of themselves, and destroying God's creation little bit by little bit. But hopefully the people out there who are listening to this video, hopefully you will open up your Bible if you are falling for this stuff and realize that this has been predicted since the beginning of time and that Jesus Christ is coming back to set it all straight. We so, hope so. We hope so because if uh, their whole agenda is so that there's nobody to come back for. So the thing is... Um, what is the line between us having fun and self-expression and it being 
a mandate that everybody, everybody is going to be um, kind of socially intimidated to conform. Because making people conform to either extreme is where uh, it's murky with justice. You know, making people conform to just rigid, you know, oh, it can only be puritanical. That's not, that's not opening it up to everyone's creativity. But then going the farthest extreme and saying, if you're not totally way out there and breaking laws and, you know, having everything that is not standard, how does that affect our regular standard? Like, at what point is our reality so um, distorted that we don't really know that it's been redefined? kind of without our consent or maybe we consented and we didn't realize it. All I'm saying is let's everybody open our eyes, see exactly what's going on and and be like, is, is this is what, this is what it is. And is this what we want to see all the time? Is it just a novelty? Is it just a phase or is this now going to be, you know, people carrying around heads and I'm not joking you know we laugh but like little by little like the the Kathy Griffin thing where she's got Trump's head or whatever you know and then we're so shocked by people being cannibals and spirit spirit cooking or whatever but it's kind of like people already kind of saying you know the human the human body is um being treated as if it is no longer sacred So for you to walk with a detached head, that means there's no sanctity of the complete body. You're just seeing people as body parts. And that's a different perspective. And so as an artist, you know, I'm I'm trying to see where people are at, what they're thinking. And let's just be conscious. Where are we going and what are we saying? So everybody have fun, express yourself. Um, but we also have to have some kind of a standard, um, unless you're deciding that that's the new standard. And if it is, come on out, you know, let's, let's be honest about it. So we have, we're just here to have a dialogue. Uh, Anyway guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you all are doing well out there. I didn't tell you her channel again is, uh, hacking the headlines. Hope y'all appreciated that. We got one more fun segment in here because we got a whole lot of news to cover. Hold on. And if they do respond, of course, they have the data. They know who everybody is that objects to the banning. But, folks, it doesn't matter. It's like saying you're not going to stand up to the bear. You're not going to stand up to the giant because you're afraid of what? Of some Facebook ban? Afraid of some um, social media um, company uh, banning you? And for what? For the convenience of not having to call your relatives on the phone or your friends on the phone because you just want to laze it out on Facebook to check in through, um, know you know, posts and, and responses to posts. Um, it's all antisocial already, so why not um, get out there, get yourself banned um, in a mass action? And I'm not saying, I, I don't think willy-nilly we should do it. I think there needs to be a group action where everybody on one day posts these um, links by these dangerous individuals 
and selects to self-ban in order to prove a point. And, um, again, the another thing we, uh, well, I'm going to say call the White House, okay? Call the White House, 202-456-1111. Again, call the White House, tell Trump how you feel about all this. It's so vital and important to do so that we do speak out and you say that it's not okay to have censorship in the United States or anywhere, but certainly not here uh, where we have First Amendment rights, where we have it in our Constitution. You can call 202-456-1111 to the White House. Tell Trump what you think. Now, of course, we did have Trump tweeting over the weekend, uh, you know, supportive videos, retweeting a video by Caitlin Bennett, who is a gun rights activist, um, who just does tons of great reporting now, and her, her all of her stuff goes viral, like in the millions and millions of views, okay, way bigger than like CNN or MSNBC at this point. Um, she did a great video where she was interviewing um, black people. It looked like, it seemed to me it seemed like black lesbians. I'm not sure they're lesbians, but two black women basically saying how great Trump is, how, what all, everything great he's doing for the country how um, the race baiting is totally made up, that it's completely um, a media-created uh, political uh, weapon, and just a great video, and Trump retweeted it. So then we have Brian Stelter, uh, the goofball from CNN, who CNN gets no views anymore, coming out and saying that President Trump is, um, you know, retweeting this, um, this, this video, this reprehensible video, and literally, this is just two Americans stating what they think to the reporter, Caitlin Bennett. And and it was a great video, super positive, super bringing people together. I'll link it below. And so we have Brian Stelter now declaring that um, President Trump, he's sorry to say, is the, is the InfoWars president. Okay, trying to demonize anybody that uh, likes Trump. Um, you know, you're associating with InfoWars, and anybody that uh, is against InfoWars should be get against President Trump. This whole complete propaganda, again, it is the um, the combating uh, disinformation and propaganda act that President Obama put in place right before he left the White House, allowing propaganda to happen, legalizing the mockingbird media created by the CIA. Now, I want to talk about what's coming because we have the issue now. I told you in my last video on Friday that they're now saying we should be able to basically ban people from using apps that are considered these dangerous people. And people need to understand that this dangerous people um, uh, designation is actually labeling these people as T-ists, okay? It is a terrorism designation. Okay, so people who have not been convicted of any crimes, who have not done anything um, at all except speak their minds under the First Amendment, are getting labeled as dangerous people under this uh, mind control um, narrative put out by nobody but the media, literally the media and then college campuses, that people are dangerous for speaking their mind. Now... What's this? What's coming next? Of course, is the banning of um, the use of credit card systems. We already have Mastercard being funded by George Soros to take people off of Mastercard. Now, one person that was uh, taken off of all of these systems uh, recently was Robert Spencer. Now, he wrote the history of jihad. 
he wrote, um, he has jihadwatch.com and um, he puts up everything going on with um, the IS and the, you know, the Islamic State, radical Islam. And so he had his um, MasterCard, um, uh, uh, his MasterCard taken away, his Patreon page closed down and, fa- and banned on Facebook. And this MasterCard banning, so what they're having now is they're going to have these human rights ethics boards on MasterCard, but it's going to go, you know, they're already doing it with PayPal, we know it's going to go across the board with this um, Mark of the Beast banking system, of course, especially if they get to the cashless society, which they're trying to do now in Sweden. We already have Estonia as being e-citizens, everything has gone through the card, but this MasterCard banning is basically where they're advocating now, and it's coming out through the FBI and Interpol and other organizations that using the um, the uh, banking act put in place by George H.W. Bush, they're actually um, they're going to put in they're 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 following what everybody is using their Mastercard for, and so if you are using your bank cards to uh, fund or purchase uh, products from different people or companies or whatever that are deemed dangerous, um, then you can have your own card um, suspended. But you also now it's you know this is what's coming. But you also need to understand that you get put under the um, <clears throat> supporting uh, dangerous people category which is absolutely fraudulent. These things were put in place for criminal behavior, racketeering, and meanwhile, Facebook is really the one that's racketeering. Facebook is the one that has been proven and been fined $5 billion um, in the EU for its anti-privacy, for for lying in its terms of agreement and um, collecting your data um, totally stealing, you know, your pictures, your your videos, your you know, total surveillance, complete data collection, total um, collection of everything in the human domain, and selling all of your private data. Now, that is racketeering. Okay, that is organized criminal behavior. That that George H. W. Bush uh, Banking Act back in the 90s should have been uh, stopping. It should have been stopping that, but they're using it, of course, to stop uh, people. There, that's what's coming up is stopping people who are just literally supporting the people that they support, that they want to support, who are doing the work in the world that they want uh, to have done um, under our constitutional rights. Now, um, you know, as far as your own data, right? We have. You know, that data should belong to you, okay? Uh, Regardless of anything else, your data that they're collecting on Facebook should belong to you. If you want to sell it and be, you know, a cog in the fascist machine collection (laughs) machine, surveillance machine, that should be your right to sell your own data. But no, they are stealing your data and then selling it and even lying to you in the terms of privacy, the terms of service regarding privacy. That is the definition of racketeering and criminal, uh, uh, you know, uh, conspiracy to racketeer. So, now the other thing that's coming up with that is that they're increasing credit card transfers for these groups 
that um, so if you have a business and your business is in, a, in the conservative realm on these on this technology uh, platform, they are upping businesses from two percent up to five percent for their credit card transfer fees. And what they're also doing is just hacking the crap <clears throat> out of these different um, market um, marketplace uh, pages where people are doing business. They will hack them, okay, so severely that it creates such a disruption in the marketplace of that business that then Match, the Match system gets to come in, run by MasterCard, M-A-T-C-H. I can't remember what it stands for at this moment, but it is basically trying to flag companies that are um, not safe to purchase from, uh, you know, committing fraud because they're not safe to purchase from. After they've been had the, you know, have been hacked nine ways to Sunday by these groups, so there's all kinds of layers of this, folks, and we need to really understand that uh, it's now or never. It's no time to be a little malice. It's no time to go along with the crowd. There's nothing to be afraid of. Standing up now for your rights, for yourself, for your freedom, for your literal independent self. Is the only time there is, and there, in, you get every every uh, you get so much um, life giving force to actually do it now, because the more you remain um, oppressed, the more you allow these things to happen to you. Just pretending it doesn't exist doesn't mean it doesn't exist. <laughs> it's happening, and if you stand by why everybody else is just getting um, screwed over, then you are one of those, you know, first they came for me people where you're just allowing it to happen around you if you do not stand up and be um, a part of um, attempting to stop what's happening now. That's my opinion. And I believe we do need an exodus from Facebook. And there should be a mass, there should be a mass event and it should be where people day one day a million people banned on facebook next day a million people banned on facebook and just go down the line and immediately and twitter too and then immediately go over and join gab.ai so they can see the immediate difference these people are leaving facebook they're going to gab or whatever platforms you want now there's also a couple of states are trying to stop the censorship which is great we have texas and i think even california But Texas is dealing with Senate Bill 2373, where they're trying to get it where the states can sue big tech. They can sue the fang companies, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Google, uh, for censoring free speech. So that is a great thing, because states' power is so important in fighting um, this uh, federal either inaction or federal um, uh, oppressive regulation. All right, so I might leave it there, folks. Now is the time where the, the, the you know, it's no question why Mark Zuckerberg is called Mark, <laughs> as in the Mark of the Beast. Facebook is now going to be doing its own um, cryptocurrency where they're gonna, it's going to be called, like, loyalty points. And what people need to understand, any of these clubs you join through the stores you like to shop at or whatever, all of that data is just going into one big giant metadata machine about you, every all of your purchasing habits, which creates a total profile of who you are. In the same way, 
you know, the iPhones now, they can just by going into, if they want to recreate something that happened somewhere, they can just use everybody's iPhone that was there at the time, which they can find out by aggregating all the pings that happened in one area at one time and collect everybody's video um, coverage of that area and recreate a literal 3D picture of what happened at any place in any given time using the iPhone. So that's a whole other thing. If you're not <clears throat> covering your cameras uh, when you're just walking around or if you're not um, turning off your phone when you're not using it, um, Laptops. you're adding to that aggregation of data. So before I go, I think I will just... Um, mentioned the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> you know, we had Trump tweeting out about the Derby as well. Uh, we had, uh, you know, five minutes of fame gone, and uh, we had uh, maximum security, interestingly enough, um, ousted for the for winning the Kentucky Derby yesterday for somebody called Country House. Now, Trump tweeted out and said that, you know, maximum security was robbed, Basically, he left the C out of Kentucky, so it was K-E-N-T-U-K-Y with no C. So we wonder, he never does that by accident, so what, who does that C stand for? Clinton comes to mind, you know, as always. But um, it'd be interesting to find out what the C stands for in that, what is, in, what is inferred there. And also, so what Trump said was, only in these days of political correctness could such a thing occur. He said the best horse did not win, not even close. And, folks, this was huge because this is the first time ever in 145 years of the Kentucky Derby where you have an on-track um, infraction occur to disqualify the winner. There was only one other time that the winner was disqualified, and that was Dancer's Dream in 1968. And that was because of a post-race drug test that that horse failed. And so they knew that was, um, you know, rigged. But this one was the first time ever where you get disqualified from an on-track um, infraction. And basically it was a really muddy, windy, intense day. Um, and, you know, we have the people that, you know, okay, so Country House, he was a league and a half, a league and three quarters lengths behind. Okay, or one one and three quarter lengths behind. Excuse me, um, and he, the the guy who, they didn't put up a sign posting that there was an inquiry happening as the race ended. They didn't put up a sign about an inquiry, is what they usually would do if there's a problem with the end of the race. Put up an immediately an inquiry sign. There wasn't that. It was all like, what's going on here? It took a um, huge amount of time to figure out what was going on. And it wasn't even that Kentucky House got slighted so much by maximum security's um, movements on the track. There were other horses that got way more pushed out by this. And so it's just very, very interesting that how this all went down. I'm sure more will come out. We have the trainer even of Country House feeling, you know, kind of crappy about winning. Bill Mott, I guess he's been in it for a really long haul. He said this isn't the way you'd ever really want to win this race. But interestingly enough, it was the second largest payout that came from having this change to Country House for maximum security. So it was a 65 to 1 odds, and uh, the second largest payout ever came to 132.40, 
which um, yeah, so people made out big time from this um, ousting of maximum security from winning the Kentucky Derby. So I'm going to leave it there, folks. As always, there's so much more to say. Um, I'll do a little scan here to see if I want to definitely make sure I say anything now. But, no, I think we'll leave it there. You are free. Um, Look, if anyone ever tells you they're going to give you free stuff, you need to understand that you are the product. (laughs) Okay, you're the one that they're capitalizing on. Nothing is free except you. You are free. We are free. And they try to convince us that um, they can... um, steal us and then try to get us to buy ourselves back from them and it's absolutely not true but what is true is that like everything alive in this world it takes our own energy our own life force our own um willingness um our skillful means our ability to take action that propels us forward in life so if somebody just says you get to sit on a couch all day and i'm just gonna feed you money and you'll and all is well you can be guaranteed that that's an absolute lie. And I think we have Cory Booker heading the presidential 2020 for the amount of free stuff <laughs> that he says he claims he wants to give away. They're, it's neck and neck over there with the Democrats with how much free stuff they're claiming they're going to give you. But um, but no, when Facebook, here, use my free platform, Google, you know, welfare, Social Security, Medicare, all of these things... Um, end up with uh, kind of uh, well they end up using you sucking you dry basically killing you is what happens at the end of the day which is why they were created in the first place by DARPA folks and by you know the council um, of 500 the excuse me council of 300 the uh, um, committee of 300 the you know the um, uh, all of the uber of the think tank elites create all of these programs decades and decades in advance to mind control you to think that um, they can convince you that life can be easier if you just give away your freedom and it's a lie so you are free folks thanks again for your support if you want to support the channel you can be a patron or other ways to donate below and also thanks again to c60purplepower.com for supporting the channel we also have Microsoft hugely involved in this, and they tried to put, they tried, what they, what they're saying, this is, Microsoft is saying, well no, the National Institute, the Institute of Health, you know, are, is saying that treating the whole child, the whole child, right, it sounds like whole foods, whole, holistic, it's, you know, whole mind and body, no, the whole child is treating their body and their brain, right? And so, folks, I think we really need a my body, my choice, uh, my brain, my choice, my mind, my choice. Um, I really think it's my mind, my choice might be the biggest advocate here. Because if we're going to go on talking about all of this use of the mental health industry to regulate uh, the, along with Microsoft, combining technology with mental health, Uh, are never good bedfellows and in fact are the opposite of each other and so you know this is also an international initiative this be best situation there are uh, Melania announced today that she wants ambassador she announced that there's a new ambassadorship at the US Agency for International Development the be best ambassador 
and that she wants her partner agencies to all have Be Best ambassadors too. And there was a number of African countries named where I guess she had visited last, you know, recently, Malawi, Kenya, and Egypt. And it's all um, really missing talking about the real dangers of what is really happening to children on social media what is really happening to children through medical tyranny and medical abuse medical kidnapping um, CPS the real problems for children through um, digital technology is the entrainment technology it is the um, the use of it destroying their health destroying their brains destroying their prefrontal cortex before they're even old enough to have a fully de developed brain uh, it's it's, it's um, dehumanizing children. It's taking away their ability to uh, to become fully human. And of course, none of this mentioned. It's it's a it's the trifecta of uh, of of medical, pharma, and tech. And it's disguised to look very peachy. And unfortunately, it is not. And that is what Melania Trump has been developing uh, and dedicating her time to and putting a big giant smiley face on it. And folks, I would put out there that, you know, it's just not enough. <laughs> you know, it's not enough to, to put out this pseudo um, effort and call it um, some grand achievement. In fact, it's the opposite. It's giving power to these non-governmental organizations, partnering and private-public partnerships with big tech, with big industry, big corp, to um, instill new legislation, new regulations, and um, make this, in their international push, we get into this, of course, globalist reach of all of these, these already in-control people, Microsoft, uh, Bill Gates. Um, super involved, of course, in mass murder throughout the world for entertainment purposes only uh, when it comes to vaccinations. And so Microsoft gets their, um, you know, their globalist ideals really just echoed there by the head of the National Institute for Health saying, go vaccinate your kids, President Trump told you to. And, you know, also what we had today, speaking of Bill Gates, is this... Now they're saying that they are going to have um, this new DARPA created election uh, safety situation called Election Guard. Election Guard, right? We have News Guard that's now trying to insert itself onto your web browser where it wants to put itself in as an add-on to filter and censor what you, what you look at as news on your browser and then comment on every um, news news uh, organization whatever any any organization any website that you go to newsguard wants to be the middleman telling you whether you know it's okay that you do so and if it's true it's not true it wants to be your um, it wants to be your handler that's what it is newsguard wants to handle you and so now we have Election Guard put out by DARPA, just like NewsGuard, but NewsGuard, of course, comes out of the Atlantic Council and the Queen and, and all of the globalists. But Election Guard, now developed by DARPA, is going to give us really, really great elections. Election Guard, it's just an electronic 
voting system that's going to be put in place for 2020, courtesy of DARPA. And uh, yeah, they're 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 setting up this secure electronic voting system. Thank you so much. And who is doing this? Oh, Bill Gates. There he is again. The the Bill Gates Microsoft. So we have Bill Gates, the eugenicist, the the huge proponent of of massive population reduction, comes from a family of eugenicists. Somehow, magically, came up with Microsoft, and um, now he's. You know, in with Melania Trump, he's he's um, you know really saving those kids online, and now he's going to save our elections too. And the other thing is that uh, we have Christopher Ray, the FBI director, coming out today as well, and saying that well, we thought the 2016 election was bad. <laughs> we're we're looking at the big medal, you know, med- election meddling. 2020 is the big medal. This is it. It's going to be Metal City, right? And so, wow. Well, amazingly enough, just in time, DARPA and Microsoft, Bill Gates, came up with Election Guard. I'll link it below, folks, so you can look at it for yourself. Now, we already have now in Canada announcing that they are、um, in Ontario,、uh, green lighting and mandating that the government take away kids from their parents. Who they call caregivers? They're not called parents anymore. <laughs> they're not your parents. They're your caregivers because, of course, parents have no—you know—they mean nothing.、Uh, the family means nothing. And that if they won't call their kid by their preferred pronoun, so your kid gets to tell you. And this is the, another thing with with Melania's "Be Best." It's all of these councils of children、um, having enormous amounts of.、Uh, Say or influence or sound bites about these programs, and children don't have the ability to make policy. They don't have the、um, the maturity to decide even necessarily what's right for themselves. Now, does that mean that children have the right to safety? That they have the right to be protected? That they have the right to be?、Um, Uh, you know, respected. Yes, absolutely. That's different than a child declaring the right to say, at ten years old, I insist on getting surgery to become the opposite sex. Okay, that's an adult decision. But in Canada now, they're saying, nope, we're going to take the kids away if the parents won't even call them by the right pronoun according to the child. And、um, I'll give this up to、um, uh, the Real News. David Knight today was talking about how this,、um, this, oh, and this, this, what they talk about here in Canada was that they're going for is、um, the participation of youth in every decision that affects them. Okay, and that this is about anti-racism somehow, even though it's all about gender pronouns and being they. And children's rights. Okay, so the participation of youth in every decision that affects them, and what we're seeing, what we've seen in every fascist regime that's taken over in the last hundred years, is the use of children to promote something that they do not understand, and that they are being fed the information from who? Adults. Oh my God, they got the information from adults, and then they decided it was what they needed for themselves. Okay, and there's no coercion there. There's no 
there's no mind control. There's no behavioral modification at all. This is literally like they came out of the womb, popped out, and then we're like, "Hey, I know how to do everything. I'm I'm here to tell you the way it is." You know, it's craziness. And so this came out of the UN Convention that was called Rights of the Child, the UN Convention Rights on the Child. And this was 10 years ago. It, it, and this is the whole "it takes a village" thing that um, that the fascist globalists brought in right through the Clintons and um, and the Obama. I mean, right through George W. The whole nine yards. It's been planned ever since they gave, um, you know, ever ever since they created Soviet Russia. They wanted this. Even in the 1800s, they were doing these communes where. Um, where the children didn't belong to the parents, and it was all a big free for all, and it was really creepy and awful. Same thing, right up through all of these revolutions that it become fascism, is that when you take parental rights away, there's no safeguarding the children, and they literally um, will commit atrocities based on the fact that they have no um, moral guidance and they have no safety. No protection.、Um, we, we only have to look at,、uh, gosh, what、um, was it? Somalia, where you had those, where where we had the,、uh, no, not Somalia. Where was it? Where they were slaughtering each other, the Tutsis and the. Sorry, I'm having a little brain fart, but you know when we see these kids that get captured by another group. Separated from their parents or made to hate their parents, they then become psychotic. They become psychotic. They lose all moral grounding, every connection to what is natural, and they go against themselves and they go against everybody else. And just to have some connection in hanging on <laughs> to some semblance of sanity, it might sound extreme, but it isn't. It isn't. When you take away, we learned it with、um, with all the behavior modification experiments they did on children.、Um, that when you leave, when you separate a child from its natural habitat, which is its parents,、um, it becomes psychopathic. It becomes、um, he or she becomes、uh, devoid of normal morality. And this is what they're planning, and that's why they're building into all the children's hospitals. I know a new one opened up in Minnesota recently. These wings of the hospitals that all are about gender reconstruct re reassignment surgery, all about gender experimentation. They now want to put it in all the schools where they want to have the、um, the on-site gender clinics in every school where kids can just go and. Figure out what gender they are, and、um, folks, this is not coming out of the goodness of、uh, the hearts of the、um, the freedom-loving, you know, people. This is coming out of a planned, planned, planned agenda、uh, pre-Hitler, you know, all the way back to to social engineering, to、um, to deep, deep psychology and trauma,、uh, trauma. Redesigning of the personality through trauma—that's what this is. And you know, on that whole note, I'll say that we have just in the last,、um, with all of these CPS, all of the、um, criminality going on in CPS. I know in New York, it came out last week that we had multiple agencies being shown to be completely having zero, zero. 
background checks that these foster families that are all working for larger companies that then get paid, they get paid and then they pay the foster families. It's a giant racket, which is why they want to steal the children to make all the money. This was, of course, no child left behind. This was, um, you know, Hillary Clinton's big, huge child, uh, uh, no child left behind, right? Was that what it was? was that one? I'm, you know, I'll try to catch up here with myself. But what I'm saying is, just last week, they found that multiple, there were hundreds and hundreds of homes, foster homes, that were completely unvetted, completely um, zero background checks. And this had a lot to do with a Jewish agency, a Catholic agency, and then another um, agency. And I'll link that article below because for some reason I can't find it in front of my face right now. And I might leave it there, folks. There's always so much to report on here. Um, I have way more to say but when I get to 33 minutes and I know I kind of rattled on a little more about you know more just discussion today than than absolute news but but I think we need to understand that even the people that we're hoping might do some good are not in full touch with deeper reality and are living in bubbles themselves you know perhaps Melania Trump living in this bubble of uh, bureaucrats and corporatists and coming at reality from that uh, that's not reality that's not how we live as regular normal people in the world and so I'm just going to leave it there folks you are free go out check out telegram app if you want to get on an uncensored platform and also folks um, definitely please go to 5gcrisis.com I'm still trying to get an interview with folks rela- uh, connected to that Hopefully I can get that up soon to give them some more information um, out to you. Uh, 5GCrisis.com, the activism day is May 15th. It's coming up quick. So you are free. I will see you tomorrow. Oh, and just to let you know, Instagram is now banning memes. Okay, not banning, but they're fact-checking and removing memes. Okay, now memes are basically parodies about reality and they are the way that people get um, you know they're they they go into the brain differently because they connect with laughter usually and so they get you connected to thoughts you have about something you find funny and it's been a huge um, uh, hugely helpful way of red pilling people right uh, is that it are memes and now Instagram owned by Facebook is now saying that it's going to fact check memes which aren't <laughs> which are literal like they're satire you know they're not meant to be uh, broken down into compartments but you know the AI can't figure out memes AI can't figure out memes uh, and so that's why now we're having an army of Facebook uh, uh you know, war, wardens going to go and uh, go into all the memes and fact check them and then remove them if they aren't factually accurate. <laughs> Too funny. All right, folks. Meme what you say. I'll see you tomorrow. You are free. Air uh, naval base and or it might have been a 400 day deployment. And so there has been, I think it's Marines, a 400-day deployment of Marines that's still going on at Guantanamo. We have um, this uh, possibility of tribunals. We're not hearing about anything straight up. But we do have this odd crash uh, that then just 
got downplayed into a slide into this airbase. Now, 21 people were injured. They started off saying there was 136 people on board, but then they jacked up the number to 143 people on board. Apparently no fatalities, 21 injuries, and so we have this added seven people. And, um, you know, we have a one passenger that's being cited named Cheryl Borman, who's a Chicago uh, attorney. Interesting place to have an attorney from, Chicago. She said that, um, you know, most of the passengers are connected to the military and um, that it was this, you know, she slammed her head into the seat in front of her and it was a pretty rocky, intense situation. Um, and there was a thunderstorm that occurred at the same time. And that was Friday night. Now, one thing that's important for under- people to understand is that there's a regular back and forth from Gitmo up to Norfolk Air State Air uh, Naval Base. And the Norfolk Naval Base, as I said, is the largest in the world, and it also is the headquarters uh, for the Atlantic, uh, I believe the largest headquarters for JAG, which is the Judge Advocate General, um, you know, judicial branch of um of the of the navy but also very much of the military for uh doing you know military tribunals and so this goes back and forth to gitmo 143 people coming back and so i'm going to leave it there we're going to hopefully get some more interesting info coming from that and i'll let you know as soon as i know we also had the russian jet in moscow that crashed over uh yesterday and that killed i believe 38 people uh 40 people no 40 people were killed i think 38 survived out of 78 passengers that's a whole nother uh you know thing to watch out for um and we also had um we have germany now saying they're going to find the parents of unvaxxed children. Okay, they're going to find them up to uh, 2800 what what equates to $2,800 for not vaccinating their kids. And they're going to require proof of vaccination and that they're going to ban kids from daycare that don't have the MMR vaccine. Now, that's very interesting because we know that the USA is the most vaccinated uh, population in the world with um, this massive um, onslaught of vaccine, but now we're seeing this being uh, made criminal now to not vaccinate your kids in Germany. So we're going to move over there to all the banning, okay, because we know that um, it's very interesting. We have Ramadan starting today's the official first day of Ramadan starting last night at sunset. And while we have that happening, we also have Farrakhan, who is the leader of the Nation of Islam in the U.S., being banned from Facebook, right? A very public banning at the same time as others. Um, uh, AJ, uh, Laura Loomer, um, multiple others, Dan Lyman of At Citizen Analyst, who's covering all the Yellow Vest movement in Europe. Um, and so while we, while we have one thing that people need to understand is that Farrakhan, for all of the various, you know, uh, anti-Semitic stuff he said in the past and all of this, he also has called for a reformation of Islam. So I think it's very interesting that he gets banned while we have Ilhan Omar openly calling for Trump to be banned on Twitter, okay, for his hate speech, while she openly um, does anti-Semitism on, um, on Twitter 
um, does, you know, calls for a lot of um, very anti-American uh, activities. And so she isn't banned. Farrakhan, who's now called for a reformation of Islam, is banned. And we also have um, Hamas oh, not being banned, banned on Facebook. Hamas That's being declared by the U.S. Him. as a Tist organization, not banned on Facebook. Uh, we had the whole assault, um, you know, between Gaza and Israel over the weekend. 29 people on um, the Palestinian side killed, four Israelis killed, um, and still no, nothing, no, no banning of Hamas on Facebook. Uh, we also had um, a child bride auction that happened in November, speaking of Islam, in the South Sudan. They had a 16-year-old girl who was auctioned live on Facebook. It wasn't taken down. They didn't take it down until the auction was over and the woman was sold, the girl was sold, 16-year-old girl sold, five different men bidding, high-ranking government officials, no Facebook ban on them. So very interesting when you see the slant, when you see where the money's coming from, uh, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, who is backing Twitter and Facebook, um, and what is getting banned, and what they're touting this uh, as as a um, a uh, a hate prevention, dangerous individuals. So it's to the point now where you can't even say the names of these dangerous individuals uh, without getting banned yourself. And to me, folks, this seems like it should mean that we should be putting out a we should declare a ban. We should do a self-banning situation um, where millions of people ban themselves um, all on the same day to implode Facebook. You know, this should be where people consciously upload videos of these banned people, people like Tommy Robinson, again, speaking out about Pakistani Islamic grooming gangs banned. Um, you know, we should be able to do this ourselves. One big giant And let me tell you something. If we can't get it together on something as simple as this, this is simple. This is not asking you to do anything dramatic. Understand that this is a test, that they're watching us to see if we're going to sit on our butts and our hands and just say, oh, well, just wait on, I don't know who puffed the magic dragon in the sky or just not do anything, you know. So if we can't even coordinate a response on social media, then, you know, that's that's going to tell us and them what we really think and what we've really decided about going forward. Bam. Okay. And, you know. I want to get in what's, because what's coming is so much worse than what's already happening. This is a giant test. This banning right now is a giant test to see how people respond. Are they going to respond when the most out there, the most re, um, the, you know, the most viral videos and um, posts, you know, um, are being banned? Will people respond and do anything? And if not, they know they're good to go. Uh, we got a great show. We're gonna have to read this is the bloopers. We're gonna have to the bloopers. We're gonna have to redo this again. Anyway. 
It's Kyla Powers Radio. I hope everybody's having a blessed day so far. I am. And uh, we're going to have a good time today. Got some chill jazz for you. A little slower than this. Um, no, we're going <laughs> to We can't use this. This is a blooper. Oh, no. Wendy Williams is back apparently from whatever her illness was. So let's see what she's talking about. No word on what the baby's name is, but it's a boy. Named Jerome. Jerome weighs seven pounds and three ounces. Are you joking? No word yet on the name. That's the name of the kid is Jerome. Congratulations to Megan. So now, are you lying? If she pulls herself together that's real a, quick, she could be at the Met Gala tonight. Her mother was with her, of course. Her husband was there, and are I you wonder serious? if uh, the grand, um, if, if the, her father will see his grandson. And and at what point? I hope you had a nice weekend. I had a good weekend. Come on, Wendy, you too. Listen, clearly I was one of the elder statesmen of the club, you know, it, but it did make me feel weird to hear that. You know what it made me feel like? It's like I was like, there's something wrong with one of the two of us. Either, either me for being in here with you and with I'm a pair of poom poom shorts. I'm worried you down. Um, or you. She was dressed more, she was dressed more civilized. Tell her she wants to be when I grow up. Time to go. Anyway, hi, Jacob. That was very nice. The cynic in me thought of Okay, here we go. We're going Did to you hear about story. this Diana Ross uh, thing at the, no. at the airport? Have no. you ever gotten touched at the airport? Clap if you have. Are they touching people on purpose? Maybe they're touching people on purpose. The cynic in me Is thought this that a the whole thing was a ruse just so she gets talked about on Hot Topics. Because I... Because I know that she loves being Diana Ross, you know what I'm saying? In her own kitschy ways, you can picture her trying to plant a story like this. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, so she was flying back from New Orleans. She was at the Jazz Fest, which was huge, giant. There she is performing. A lot of people in our Hot Topics um, morning meeting said, well, why wasn't she flying private? I said, well, she probably said, whatever money you're going to spend on a private jet, add that to the cash you're going to pay me for performing and, and just buy me a first class ticket and I'm good. You know, you get that point at some point in life, I would imagine, with her kind of wealth where she could fly whatever, whenever. Sometimes okay, it's nice probably just to steal with her commoners. Well, excuse me. You know, That's the part. On commercial air, and so there she was. I didn't find it a big deal that she was that she was flying uh, commercial air. I didn't also I did not find it a big deal that a woman uh, thrusted her hands up her, or whatever the woman was doing. I mean the way it was the way it was described. I said, well, you know, why would a woman do that though to another woman? All right, so here's what Diana Ross posted. 
She posted, uh, on one hand, I'm treated like royalty in New Orleans. At the airport, I was treated like bleep. And people were surprised that she did the SH word in there, the full thing, you know. Um, and then she goes on to say, it's not what was done, but how I'm feeling violated. I get it. That's, don't you, don't you feel violated afterwards? But the thing is, is that, and I prefer, I used to not prefer this thing where you, you know, just stand like that and they, they spray you with some poison or something. <laughs> and then when you come out, they always ask you to wait. And even if you've got nothing on underneath your clothes, they will find something to touch. You know, oh, we saw a protrusion out of your leggings that it could be the mole well, of life. Now. You know, well, like, a, like a real Dr. Pimple Popper. You know what I mean? But it's happened, I think, to all of us. I remember when we were young, we were traveling as a family, and young Kev, they told him, they told us we had to take him over to the side so they could pack down his stroller and his, you know, diaper and stuff. Has that happened to you as a parent? It happens. And TSA, like, we hate it while you're doing it. I don't know about what everybody else feels. But, you know, I have respect for what you do. I also understand that you're underpaid. So sometimes if there's stuff missing from our bags, we really shouldn't be complaining because we know that you probably needed it more than us. Why'd you have to take my roll on, Dove? It was three and a half ounces. That's only a half ounce over. You know what? The only reason I'm going on and on because... You know what? I, um, you know, if I have to travel or anything, this is real. This like sounds like a nightmare to me this summer. What is this? Anyway, but we and especially if they know that you wear magic hair and stuff. First thing I magic do hair. is pat Miss Ross in a respectful way. I wouldn't be nervous about it. I'd be like, oh, Miss Ross, I'm sorry, I have to do this. For you know, I've got tuition to pay or kids at home or or whatever. Pat, 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 and root. I've had my hair rooted before, and I always say to the girl like. You know what? Wait, they go for your roots? Yeah, but that's what they do. Do they find those secret messages you... It's what they do. You I, write in there? All right. Clap if you're with me and you think she probably exaggerated this to be on, like, hot topics. Right oh, now. no, no, no. I don't know, but... Um, we're going to be looking into uh, next show. More, man, the show after. We're going to be dealing with, uh, you know, the whole uh, travel situation, traveling where, tickets, all that kind of stuff. So then, that's stuff to come. Oh, yeah. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for Kyla Powers Radio. Hope you're having a great day so far. We've got some good, some interesting stuff for you. Uh, we got plenty of real news today and lots of uh, mellow vibe music for you. Um, we got some real news uh, from You Are Free TV, and she's given it all, all the digits. It's great. Um, and then we're going to have a little bit of talk about uh, what's beyond. Antarctica. Um, that's really cool. And uh, we're about to head in. We're going to start it off. To me, Kaninigan, I always laugh. Uh, we're going to start off with reptilians or a monster in the sink with Ocasio-Cortez thinks there's a monster in her sink. And I'm, I'm excited to see it. No, I don't think I want to see it. But I just want to know. You know, I'm just going to add a little of the comedy to our lives. Here we go. Here we go. I guess we're starting out this week with uh, comedy videos. Yesterday it was the Starbucks coffee on Game of Thrones set. Now AOC has just made the news again. 
I, I can't even hold it together because, um, <laughs> yeah, this is Connecticut from Raging Reptilian. We know that people like her and other liberals and even the Google and YouTube platform has been making people like me, our, our lives literally a living hell, pun intended. And uh, this idiot doesn't even know what a garbage disposal is. Oh, oh, it gets better. I have video. She thinks there's a scary monster living in her sink. Um, this is a side note. My cat, Macy, is not even afraid of my garbage disposal because I turn it on all the time to scare her out of the sink. She doesn't even care. But, um, <laughs> AOC begs for help after terrifying garbage disposal makes scary noise. Oh my, oh, uh, there's well, video. building is very fancy, so She's she only 29. Uh, well, at least she can't run for president. You gotta be 35 to do that, at least. <laughs> well, <she says> <laughs> New York Representative Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. And you're gonna tell me there's no garbage disposals in Brooklyn. Come on, get out of here with that bullshit. The 29-year-old know-it-all self-styled savior of the world is learning a lot of new things in Washington, including what a garbage disposal is. Here, um... Let me blow this up the full screen and just show you this video here that she put out. She tweeted, you know, about the big scary monster in her house. I get this up the full screen. Okay, everyone, I need your help because I just moved into this apartment a few months ago and I flipped this switch. And it made that noise and it scared the daylights out of me. And this is who people are, are trying to get to fix the problem. She's scared of a garbage disposal. Is she trying to fix that man? This is a garbage disposal? No, it's alien technology. I've never technology. seen a yeah, garbage whatever. disposal. I never had one in any place I've ever lived. Are you pretending to be poor again? What it doing? is terrifying. I don't know what to use it for Stick your finger or in. what its purpose is. Like... Food scraps, like is Google, <laughs> is environmentally sound. Oh I don't know. Oh my god! And you can't make this shit up. Okay, Acacia, I'll tell know. you what it's used I for. I just don't know. Okay, everyone. What I'm you need to do is try to squeeze your ass into the garbage disposal and turn it on, and you and your garbage mouth get grinded up. And, you know, put it. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I mean, this is. I don't know. She doesn't know what a garbage disposal is, and it's scaring her. You know what scares me? I'm is that pic of you right there scares the shit out of me, okay? Oh, oh no. I think you're a big, scary monster. Oh, yeah. no. Um, so, yeah. She, and she tweeted this. Um, <laughs> this is the future of America. Big, scary. There's a monster living in my sink. Let's Are see what else we've got. <laughs> Hello, this is Kenanigan from RagingReptilian.com. Yes, um, Game of Thrones used to be one of my favorite shows. The oh first no. four seasons oh no. when oh no. Charles Dance and Stannis Baratheon was in there, and they were still following the books from George R. R. Martin, but every fan is getting more. It's like we've had our hearts stolen from us. And in case you did not hear, on Game of Thrones last night, I'm not going to spoil the episode. I'm just, I, I actually brought it up in my video here because I watched it last night. I didn't notice it at first. Yes, there's a cup of Starbucks coffee sitting in front of Daenerys. Apparently, after they ended the long night and brought the dawn, they opened up a Starbucks in Winterfell. There's a this has got to be one of the... I don't know if this is done intentionally, 
by the producers as an Easter egg. They thought it would be a joke. <laughs> it's very difficult to see. I'll crop it out on my thumbnail. But, um, yeah, if you can follow my mouse, there is a cup of Starbucks sitting right here. We're all supposed to be drinking wine and ale and celebrating that they just um, beat the Night King and now they're making their plans to go to King's Landing. This show is... Yeah, it's horrible. Oh no. oh no! There are. Um, I would. I'd hate to say this. I get more. It's better watching the fan theories on YouTube about what should be happening according to the books. Um, you know, where is Azora High? Where? Where is? Okay, and then again, must be a heart. What I hear from him is pain. He really loves the show. <clears throat> And it's really hard when you have fans of, uh, you know, literary material and then they're seeing it on the screen, you know, and it's not, you know, what they had envisioned. Um, okay, let's get through that with some reptilian baby stuff. Good afternoon, Babylon. Yeah. Um, Good afternoon, Babylon. Good morning, Babylon. What? I got footage of it. What? I think she hatched her egg today. Who? Um, <laughs> Meghan Markle. I think she hatched her egg today. I got footage of it. Do you want to see it? Come on, Oh, God. <laughs> he's got, he's got an play, egg hatching. Uh, too much oh, that's video. horrible. There it goes. It's hatching out the egg. Uh, gynecologist That's for this cool. uh, birthing. Why does she do that? <laughs> gynecologist for this uh, birthing. She doesn't want to use Why the does queen's she do that? gynecologist. <laughs> Maybe she's afraid they'll eat the Here's baby. the two uh, royal gynecologists right here. Alan Farthing and Thorpe well, Beeston. Guy Thorpe Beeston. Oh my god, look. He's telling you. Queen Elizabeth's vagina is this big. No! Yeah, whatever. Oh, that's terrible! Uh, why did... <laughs> because... Kyla Powell yeah, does there, not right? consent. What's going Deny, on with the uh, royal agree. family and Anything Marvel. that is said on this show. So, she quite possibly had her baby a hatch this weekend. You're so wrong. I got a video clip You're to play so here. Wrong. Just listen. Royal baby watch Duchess Meghan and Prince Harry's first child is due any moment now. We're all waiting, trying to read the English breakfast tea leaves for some clues. Amy is in Windsor with all of the details. Any clues for us this morning? Amy, good morning to you. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, everybody wants to know when, how, where, and we just don't know the answer to that right now because, yes, we do believe that Meghan is due at any moment now, but this... This couple has kept the details of the birth of their baby extremely private. There's speculation. Some people think that Meghan and Harry will have their baby here in Windsor at their new home uh, at Frogmore uh, Cottage. But she could also give birth in a hospital. We just don't know. We do know this. Buckingham Palace will release a statement when Meghan goes into labor. And then we'll expect another statement from Buckingham Palace when she has the little... See that dress right there? Do you sparkle like Meghan Markle? Yeah. Uh, you see the baby bump? It's moving. You see that, right? This what? is why I went back to pause this video. Wait, what's the baby's moving in the stomach? What are you, What the fuck is going on there with your baby what? bump, Meghan? No, no. Is, is it? 
Yeah, let's not go there. She's like, don't touch it, it'll fall off like Beyonce. Goes into labor, and then we'll expect another statement from Buckingham Palace when she has the little prince or princess, and we'll get <laughs> the time, the date, the name. It's probably some so private cute. time to celebrate as a new family before they will release any photo. Uh, we did see Prince Harry though yesterday here in London, out on Sunday at the big London Marathon. He was all smiles, and we also know okay, anniversary. Wouldn't that be something if? Uh, they had a new niece or nephew on the same day that they were married eight years ago. And we know that Prince William came back from New Zealand to be, be with his wife. And when he was asked about the new baby, the new royal baby, he jokingly said to the crowd, hey, you guys probably know more than I do because I haven't had my phone handy at all. But he's back in town, so he'll be here hopefully for the arrival of the new... Right here. He's seen more coochie than uh, probably any of us. He's the royal gynecologist. <laughs> I'm just wondering how many racist or not racist, just curious people in Britain are casting lots on just what this baby is going to look. How black is it going to be? Is it going to be like the black Saxons? going to be King James? He probably James needs uh, sunglasses and a helmet just to go check out something. Well, let's not go there. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be cute no matter what. Why does and you know what's surprising? I think Meghan Markle looks prettier fat. I'm probably the only one, but I'm Markle want an all-female birthing She's not fat, thing. but larger, you know what I mean. Is that because she's packing in the panties? And whatever. Yeah, who's sitting on I the egg white hatches? Yeah, we know. She's been moon bumping. I guess they're going to pull the uh, the baby out of the test tube. Test tube baby. Never heard that. People are like, how tranny is that baby? She never heard the term test tube baby? Come on, what is this, amateur hour? That term comes from the 80s. Imagine what we could do in 2019. Oh, no. They're up to human cloning now. Um, what are you so the about? raptor has hatched. <laughs> Here goes a live video of the birthday. Under them. Whatever. That's so mean. Don't do that. This guy right here is that Alvin Farley? He's fill up in Queen Elizabeth in their fucking 90s. If their medical care isn't that good, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Or Markle just didn't want to um, show him her penis. Oh, did I just say okay, that? Okay, you took it there. We're going to have to edit that out. We're going to really have to edit that out. How dare you? How dare you say that? We're going to have to edit that now. Since you're heading off to school. More work for me. All right, hold on. Two, one, here we go! Hello, this is Kinnigan from RagingReptilian.com. Um, yes, Meghan Markle hatched her baby last night. Um, I was going to wait, and because they're not going to publicly show the baby, baby's name is Sussex. Um, people are leaving comments on my channel now about That's the gematria. I know what gematria is, I don't get into it too much in numerology, but um, that's not what I'm covering. Guess what? What are you covering? I got Prince Harry announcing the birth of his baby and him shape-shifting on video while he's oh, doing it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know what? I figured, what the heck, I might as well just grab my chat mic and show you this little clip. Um, and then we'll watch this video together and I'll show it. It's a minute and 30 seconds long. Not going to see any pics of Marco right now. You know, the last video I made, I was showing how she was wearing... Four in stilettos, eight months pregnant. 
the baby boy is seven pounds three ounces born at 5:26 a.m she went into labor i wonder if she had her high heels on when she went into labor um Oh, that's a good So, I guess on the, the 8th of May is when we'll get our first look at baby Sussex. I made a joke in the comments. <laughs> Maybe the baby was the wrong color. Oh, and after the new one. Because she's a week late. Yeah, that, that's her right there. Look at her. Look at her with her stilettos on. Walking around. So, this is all... Uh, yeah, they're all cheering now. Um... If she can walk in stilettos, they're probably cheering for that. That's a She is life. recovering at quote-unquote Frogmore Cottage. What a name. The couple's home set within the grounds of Windsor Castle, and with attentions now turning to the baby's name, which Harry referred to the next bit of his newfound parenthood. There were rumors that they were going to name the baby Sussex. Um, that's what they say right here, baby Sussex. I, I don't know. Is Sussex supposed to be some gender fluid name? I don't know. Well, oh. They said it's a boy. I'm actually surprised. Success. Um, there was rumors going around they were going to raise their baby gender fluid. We'll just have to see as the years go on, right? Uh, they're still thinking about names. So I guess Sussex is not going to be the permanent name. I doubt it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to get any pics of Megan or anything, but um, what I really want to show you is this. And just watch this video with me. You'll notice the magnetic distortions around him. This ties into uh, people who practice the occult and having arconic anomalies attached to the subconscious, which can affect magnetics on cameras. Whoa. So I've done... I used to do quite a few of these anomaly videos in the past before I used to talk on video. It used to be what my whole channel was full of. But just watch this and watch how he breaks up multiple times, especially right here in the beginning. Is it to announce that uh, Megan and myself had a baby boy um, early this morning, a very healthy boy. Um, mother and baby are doing incredibly well. Um, it's been the most amazing experience I can ever um, possibly imagine. Um, how any woman does what they do is beyond comprehension, but we're both absolutely like thrilled um, and so grateful to all the love and support for everybody out there, um, from everybody out there. It's been, um, it's been amazing, so we just wanted to share this with everybody. And what about names? Are you still thinking about names? Still thinking about names, Alan. Um, it's, uh, yeah, the baby's a little bit overdue, so we've had a little bit of time to think about it, but, um, yeah, we're still... That's that little pause right here. See his forehead? I've got a few videos of, uh, well, just about everyone in the royal family. So that's the next one on him. For us, before. I think we'll be seeing you guys in Even at the, uh, probably two days' time as wedding planned, um, as a family to be able to share it with you guys and... So everyone can see the baby. Well, you can't stop smiling. It must have been. I mean, as every birth is, is amazing, but for your own child, it must be. Oh. I haven't been in many births. Um, <laughs> this is definitely my first birth. Uh, but it was amazing, absolutely incredible. And as I said, I'm so incredibly proud of my wife. Um, and as every father and parent would ever say, you know, your your baby is absolutely amazing. But this little thing is is. Now let me show you that right here. This part we're talking about here. We see this a lot. Um, 
One of the most infamous examples on my channel is the one of David Icke, and I explained to them, uh, I'm going to have to redo the lecture on the serpentine energy that comes into the left. Um, usually starts with the left eye that starts to deteriorate, and then we get these magnetic anomalies. Now, he's sitting in front of an HD camera from People magazine. They're not using a cheap camera to film him right here, but see it in the first few seconds. It's really noticeable. Very excited to announce. And you see the horse, like, kind of whips his head around when it happens. So I wonder if... I always had a theory that He's animals are... Yeah, and then it goes right uh, clear. Right there. I thought it was weird that they did So what's going on with him? Well, we, we know they're all occultists and pagans. It's no surprise to me. Um, but they probably held a ritual um, welcoming in the baby. <laughs> so we're not going to see uh, the new baby or... I guess they'll give us the name in two days. I'll be on top of it though, I'll make another video. Um, Take your time. Take your I'll time. leave this link in the description and this article here at uh, Daily Mail. Crowd celebrate Royal Baby's arrival. They're absolutely, yeah. The egg has hatched. Okay. And uh, just a reminder, you know, Marco's been rocking her high heels, and every woman that's looked at my... Well, that video got demonetized. Oh, gee. How is she wearing them high heels? The least they got in England, this is what I want to show you. They put this plaque out. Maybe the next picture will show you what it says. It's a boy. And, um... Here it goes, the Royal Communications. The Duchess of Baby, the Duchess of Sussex. Okay, I guess it wasn't going to be the baby's name, they were just using that. Has been delivered of a son, her Royal Highness and Duchess of Sussex was safely delivered of a son at 052600 hours. Pretty strange, they're using military time now. The baby weighs 7 pounds, 3 ounces. The Duke of Sussex was present for the birth or the hatching. The Queen, the Duke of Edinburgh, the That's Prince of Wales, the Duchess of Cornwall, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. <laughs>